A phenomenon I see is a lot of people have Sanskrit names which have the per sound and they are spelled and pronounced as fur. Somehow uh, it makes us more, it makes us feel more civilized if we have the F pronunciation. So not blaming anybody, but uh, we just see some of the popular names. So Shephali is the Sanskrit word. It's a popular name. Uh, if you search on LinkedIn, you'll see 8,500 results with the F uh, spelling and only 400 with the PH spelling, which is correct because it's it's Shephali. That's the that's the name. Similarly, Prapulla. The Hindi word pool comes from pulla. So if somebody says fulon ka taron ka sabka kehna fulon ka nahi. It's it's if you say fulon ka kehna it's like fools, you know. So fulon ka kehna. So the name is Prapulla, but nobody uses the PH spelling. It's all F. And similarly, we have uh, the J sound being spelt as Z or Z as they say in the US. So you have a, a name called Jhankar, which means jingling or clanking. And uh, the number of spellings are, uh, well, in this case, it's still JH is more. Uh, in Maharashtra and Gujarat, a name that's popular among girls is Jhalak means a glimpse. You have this uh, show called Jhalak Diklaja, a dance show, right? So, uh, but it's spelled Z-A-L-A-K by many people, Zalak. So, you know, we are not even spelling them properly. And then the pronunciation of Anuswara is also wrong. So, you know, in the South, if you see, uh, in fact, if you, if you uh, see the name of the author of Autobiography of a Yogi, it is spelled Paramahamsa, H-A-M-S-A. That's how it should be spelled. But you more or less, you know, we spell it as H-A-N-S. So some some comments on spelling and pronunciation and even brands. So it is actually the word is Saphala, which means successful. But uh, we can't spell it correctly. We can't pronounce it correctly. And it's Safal. And somehow we feel very polished about saying Safal. And if somebody says Saphala, uh, I don't know. Um, some people look down upon them that this must be a rustic man saying Saphal can't say Saphal. No, it's, it is Saphal. It is Saphal. Now, uh, you know, we're talking about gender abuse. Uh, say no to gender abuse. Yes, absolutely. Say no to gender abuse everywhere, including in names. If, uh, we, are, if we want Sanskrit names, then let's not abuse the gender in Sanskrit. That's uh, one of my requests. Uh, I see uh, many masculine Sanskrit words are used as names for girls. Uh, we have Garima, we have Mahima, we have Madhurima. These are all masculine words in Sanskrit. Uh, the suffix there is uh, Imanich. So uh, yes, they are used, uh, but in Sanskrit, the word is masculine. So as from a Sanskrit point of view, it is not correct. Then we have words like Nidhi, Vidhi, Samadhi. Well, I know people and you know, some people in my Close friends and family circle are also uh, also have these names, so there's nothing personal here. But I'm just saying these words are masculine in Sanskrit. That's why you have you know a person named Karunanidhi. Nidhi is a masculine word, and Karunanidhi means uh, somebody who's full of karuna, who's full of compassion. Nidhi means uh, a treasure or you know uh, a board. And we have Kalanidhi, Kalanidhi Maran. So Nidhi being a masculine word, Kalanidhi and Karunanidhi and even Shri Nidhi make perfect sense as names for men but somehow nidhi is almost entirely used for uh, women only uh, now these words end in dhi and also do riddhi samriddhi but they are feminine because the suffix there is different 
So uh, one cannot, you know, blindly say that some word, something that ends in uh, this sound or this uh, consonant would be masculine or feminine. It depends on what the suffix uh, is. Then we see words like tejasvi, manasvi, yashasvi. Uh, these are masculine in Sanskrit. So we have tejasvi surya, uh, the young uh, member of parliament from Bangalore. Uh, tejasvi is a is a man or is a boy. Uh, the feminine version would be Tejasvini and similarly Manasvini or Yashasvini. But we see Tejasvi as a name for girls also. Similarly, Manasvi and Yashasvi as a name for uh, girls and women also. Kiran is uh, masculine in Sanskrit. We see Kiran More, but we also see Kiran Bedi and Kiran Mazumdar Shaw. So, you know, we have uh, quite a lot of uh, gender abuse, quote unquote, in uh, modern names. Uh, many neuter words are used as names for boys. So we have uh, Vyoma, Akasha, Ambara, all these words are neuter in Sanskrit. If somebody comes to me, people, people come to me for uh, checking the gender of the name also. And I say, if I, if I come across such a suggestion, I say, look, this is neuter. It's your decision. It's a neuter word in Sanskrit. If you want to modify it to masculine word, you can easily change it, say, to Vyomakesha, which is a name of Shiva. Uh, Similarly, Akashadipa, which is a masculine word in Sanskrit. And sometimes people change uh, a feminine word and make it a name of a boy. For example, Ishika, it's a Sanskrit word which has three meanings. The eye of an elephant, uh, a reed, a reed which, is used, which was used to write earlier. So we had reed pens and reed calligraphy and a type of grass. Uh, in the Mahabharata, uh, Ashwatthama makes an arrow from an Ishika grass, uh, Ishika blade. So that's a feminine word, but then people change it to Ishika and say, okay, I'll use it as the name of a boy. We'll come to such an example. Similarly, Tejas and Ojas, very popular names, especially in Gujarat. Tejas and Ojas are both neuter in Sanskrit. Uh, can be easily modified to Tejasvi or Ojasvi, which would be masculine, and Tejasvini, Ojasvini would be feminine. Sampat is a name, uh, uh, I know people with the name Sampat who are, uh, who are men and Sampat is actually a feminine word in Sanskrit. Uh, 